So hello and welcome to the third episode of the Living the Dream podcast, a podcast for real estate agents that discusses strategies to grow your business to its maximum potential, while at the same time making sure that you are in control of your career and have the time to live a balanced life. So I'm Lias Killius, head of business development at Homania, and with me as always is the co-host of the podcast and broker and general manager of Century 21 Heritage Group, Aaron Richardson. Aaron, how's it going? Good, Linus. How are you? Super excited about today. We got David Greenspan on today, which is amazing. The legend. I'm pretty stoked too. I'm I'm really achy because last night I was uh, I played hockey and I had my son's hockey practice. So I'm not as spring chickeny as I used to be. I, f- I feel it in the morning and I'm I'm feeling it now. But I'm ready to go. Ready to go. Awesome. So last week we talked about breaking into the business. So we're gonna take it one step further this week. You're here. You're ready to fire on all cylinders, but this isn't the wild west turkey shoot. You need a plan, right? You need a foundation to start that business on. You need to know who your clients are and where you can find them. And when you find them, you need to know how to connect with them to ultimately turn that relationship into business, right? And like Aaron said, there's no one better to talk to this about than David Greenspan, a, <laughs> a man with many hats, so many so I had a problem trying to figure out what parts to put into this bio, but he's the co-founder and VP of Keep In Touch Systems, a powerful marketing system for the real estate industry, founder and CEO of Mindshare 101. David focuses his days on providing value to the real estate industry, helping realtors bridge that gap between their online and offline marketing to maximize their potential. He's done hundreds, maybe even thousands, I don't know, of the most riveting speaking engagements you've ever experienced, the most high-energy, high-impact personality I've ever met. David, welcome to the show. Wow. <laughs> Those are some uh, tall tall orders to uh, to hold up to today, guys. But no, seriously, uh, it is an absolute pleasure being here. I thank you guys very much for the invitation, and I'm looking forward to uh, wrapping with you guys for the next little bit. Now, I, I got a question for you, though. Let, let's, like, I mean, outside of business, tell me about this hockey thing. You played hockey or you were on the ice <laughs> coaching hockey? See, I, ha- I haven't played a hockey game in, in months, but I coach the kids uh, outside of just coaching realtors. And, and I mean, I've been on the ice, but not to the point where I've had the aches and pains, but I just don't get to work hard enough yet. Yeah. Coaching the kids is a little bit easier physically. It's a little tougher mentally than playing the game though. And I get, I imagine there's probably a lot of analogies between coaching uh, like hockey kids and realtors too. Maybe we'll get into that <laughs> later. I don't know. But then I also play myself as well, like in a men's oh, hockey league you, too. So yeah, luckily we, we can too, because I live in Kingston. So it's not like a lockdown region currently. So we still have the opportunity to be able to play hockey. But uh, yeah, I mean, I wish this was a hockey podcast too, but unfortunately we've just got the real estate side of things. But hey, you said hockey, I saw squirrel and, and you know, there we go. I guess so. I got to make sure you don't distract David. That's that's <laughs> lesson number one I got to learn from this. Uh, by the end of the podcast, we're going to talk about the Leafs acquisitions <laughs> for sure. Well, and I got to tell you, I got to keep up. up no. <laughs> <laughs> I got to keep up with the two of you and lower my voice and get my radio voice going because you guys are both so good in front of a mic. It's amazing. So David, I can only do so much with my but I want you to tell us a little bit about like what it is that you do and like maybe even how you got there to how you became who David is today. I mean, I don't know who David is today outside from the guy that's just here with you guys right now, but I, I will tell you that uh, it, it, you know, every day doesn't go without the hard work, the effort, the long hours, the grind, and, and I mean, the dedication of the process. Um, and I'm grateful again to be here today. I'm grateful for, you know, everything that goes on in a day and it's, um, 
you know, it's 16 years of being in the industry, working with realtors, having a lot of fun with realtors and getting to learn a lot from realtors. And, you know, when you talk about 16 years ago, we walked into this whole biz with this really cool marketing program, trying to, you know, cold call the hell out of anybody we possibly could and just the ultimate salesperson. And in that time, you start to learn that it's, you know, it's not about sales, it's about relationships. Um, and I mean, you know, I've done, you know, my education in marketing. I've, I've been licensed for as a realtor, uh, certified to sell mortgages, building code. Um, I've done God knows how many sales courses. And I mean, you begin to learn, right? Business and life is very much about relationships with people more so than it is about selling anybody anything. And when you build proper relationships, you know, other things fall in line, whether it's monetarily or it's just being able to hang out and talk about the Leafs and hockey together, whatever it be. And I mean, but but that's reality, right? Because the more you do that with people, the more you talk to people, the more you build mindshare with people, the more opportunity you create for yourself in life. And that, again, doesn't necessarily mean you're selling something. Um, but you take the 16 years of doing the marketing program and then in that time learning a ton from the audience that I talk to where my niche is realtors, both north and south of the border, you know, it's given us that opportunity to answer questions from people when somebody says, hey, I want to do this for my marketing or this is exactly what I'm going to do because I heard some guy on stage or some gal talk about it and I'm going to do that or the person down the hall is doing it. And, you know, we quickly transition to more of a, you know, um, teaching, more of, you know, trying to help people reason through like, well, why? You know, like, how does that fit in? How are you going to support that? What kind of budget do you have around it? And so often I've turned people down from being able to buy stuff from us. And they're like blown away. They're like, are you telling me not to buy? I'm like, yeah. They're like, why? It doesn't work for what you want to do right now. Or you haven't got enough money to do it right now. So why don't you go and do this, this, and that, and then come back to me when you're ready. And that approach, although, you know, there's times where you literally turn away business and people are looking at you like, I don't get what just happened. That approach, though, has actually lent itself well where people go, you know what, I find a lot of value in what's being said there. I just learned a lot. I've actually been able to take my business further. And so what that did was that that created the opportunity to, you know, build some mindshare, which we then coined as the term as mindshare 101, kind of that that play on the education portion of 101, keeping things simple. Um and about, what, five years ago or so, the video started and they just started off the cuff like random rants, you know, with the earbud on and just walking through a store and starting to talk. But I found a groove in it. I had some fun with it, which it then started turning into a whole, you know, bigger thing where, you know, brands and offices and, 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 and you know, mem like boards and whatnot and, and media publications are sharing this stuff. And you're going, wow, this is kind of cool. The speaking side of things, you know, which lent was very hand in hand with Mindshare was this whole idea around, you know, again, going out and doing the presentations, but not wanting to sell people in those presentations, instead wanting to educate people. And, you know, it just started to go and go and go. And all of a sudden it's like, hey, man, you can pitch. I'm like, I don't want to, you know, so you stay away from pitching a product, but instead you go out there and go, how can I deliver a ton of value? How can I help people really walk away going, wow, I just learned a whole bunch. I got stuff I can implement. You know, if I need help, I know where to find that guy. And that's really what Mindshare is all about. So we've now, as we sit here today, you know, we've got Kits, which is a complete marketing machine that helps everybody stay in touch with their database. Uh, we've got a really awesome real estate CRM uh, connected to the most personalized and customized direct mail available anywhere. Um, we offer farming programs, curated social media content, a full email marketing engine, um, and a whole bunch more. Our wow calendars, which are absolutely amazing. You know, so there's a whole ton of products there to help an agent stay in touch with the most important audience. And then if they want to go out and build, you know, a bigger audience by talking to strangers as well. 
Um, my Share 101 is a full-on coaching and speaking program now. So we offer full-on training courses, uh, again, for brands, offices, brokerages, you know, uh, boards and associations, um, right down to, you know, keynote speaking and one-to-one coaching. And we, uh, we've got a full roster of uh, clients that we work with for one-to-one coaching, which is really exciting stuff because now what you're able to do is get out of that cookie-cutter mentality. And really understand who is it that you're trying to help, what are they trying to achieve, and how can you get them there? And I mean, guys, that is that is just gasoline on my fire every single day. And and that's sort of, you know, those are the shoes that I wear. I, I met you, David. Um, you're dropping your kid off at uh, karate, I think, outside of one of our offices. And this was many years ago. Um, we actually probably got in the sort of industry and say, you said 16 years doing that. And I've been I'm going on 16 years. So very similar uh, time period. And when we met, we instantly hit it off because we're on the same wavelength of in terms of staying in contact and and uh, all the things that really coined mindshare and i've been using mindshare as uh, as a great term uh, to explain uh, what mindshare and how to leverage mindshare in the business in different ways could you do me a favor because i try and explain it all the time but i want to hear it from the guy that coined it um, <laughs> what if i'm an agent just starting even or maybe a year or two into the business um, and I'll go into lead generation in a second, but a lot of people are facing in different directions for trying to generate leads online and stuff. Bring us into what Mindshare is all about. Just explain Mindshare to me. Um, I would love you to do that. Yeah, uh, and I mean, you're no stranger to some of the stuff that I've shared in the past, uh, Aaron, you know, from a stage or, or on, you know, virtuals or in-person meetings, but uh, I'm going to do it anyways for our audience here today. You know, if I said to both of you guys, and you can answer these at the same time, running shoes what's the first company you think of nike yeah i was gonna say reebok but i guess Ah, there's always one of you in the room whatever uh what if i said to you fast food what's the first company you think of Uh, mcdonald's probably of course line line is like how can i say nw i know i was trying to come up with a better one to say (laughs) arby's what if i said to you uh soda pop coke Pepsi is Coke. better, though. I'll, I'll still maintain yeah, okay, that. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. But you still say Coke. Yeah, Coke and is it's, the one. It's that idea that, you know, we are naturally programmed to think Nike, Coke, and McDonald's. And I've been able to, you know, and Aaron, you've seen it, but put them on big screens in front of big audiences and in unison, most of the audience, there's always one in the room, most of the audience will say those three names. Now, that right there is what you call Mindshare. Mindshare is a top of mind intuitive, instinctive reaction to a product or service. So again, a top of mind, intuitive, instinctive reaction to a product or service. So it's much the same. You know, if I said, um, I say real estate, what's the first name that comes to mind? Aaron Richardson. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> right? Absolutely though, Aaron. And, and it, it, but it's the, it's the perfect answer. It's the absolute right answer. And a lot of people might label their brand. Um, I've literally had other people label other brands, which is no good. Um, they might even say their office. And their office is always the second answer, right? The second right answer. Yep. But why is their office not the first answer? Is because I could call the office, speak to whoever's at the front desk, say, I want to list my home, I need an agent, and anybody could get that call. Whereas when I call the office and I say, I want to speak to Aaron, that call does not go to anybody else. And so naturally what we want people thinking on a regular basis, and we're talking your clients, we're not talking the entire world because that's way too big of an audience, but we want to take your niche market, so your contact list, uh, folks that you do business with, your circles of influence, um, friends and family members of yours, whether you want to do business with them or not, there's a know you like you trust you factor in most cases there. We want to take that audience, really tie an imaginary string around them, and every single time they think about real estate, 
Every time they hear about real estate, every time there's a conversation about, you know, making their grass green or painting their walls in their home, for some reason, your name comes to mind. And that is ultimately how you, that, that's what Mindshare really is, right? So you always want to be the first person somebody thinks of when that topic of real estate and houses comes up. I don't know if I, sorry, Linus, and I'm, I'm, I keep going on um, with questions because I'm, I'm so passionate about what David speaks about. So I, if you have some questions, jump in, but try and do it before me because I'm going to take over. <laughs> um, <laughs> the one number I wanted to let you and share this with you, David, because we have a company called Real Satisfied and they do um, uh, surveys of all our uh, transactions for our, our, our agents. And I've calculated our number across Canada in our brokerage. And currently our number is 87%. Yep. 87% of our business come from the people that know us. Mm -hmm. uh, does that surprise you or have you heard any other numbers? Not at all. Is any different than that? Doesn't surprise me whatsoever. Uh, I have told people forever that 70 to 90% of your business comes from your database. Mm -hmm. um, I, you know, I'll always ask that question and I'm putting myself out on a limb, especially in a live presentation to go, does everybody agree with me? Right. And you'll get some people that say, well, no, I go this way. But it's a very, very small percentage of people that actually get that business. So, you know, obviously the, the opposite numbers are 10 to 30% come from the people you don't know. And now for all of this stuff that I've done and the, you know, the one-to-ones I've done with people in the business analysis, you know, we'll sit back and we'll actually see numbers that are like, I had one guy sit there and tell me one day, he's like, no, it's actually 96%. I'm like, oh, wow. Now here's the crazy thing though. And this is the thing that needs to hit home to everybody. It's not just the fact that you get 87%. I'm saying 70 to 90, so we're very much in line. This guy at one time said 96%, wonderful. But here's the thing. Everybody needs to internalize this now. When you do your marketing budget and your planning, the important thing to understand is if 70 to 90% of your business is coming from group number one, the people that know you like you trust you, then why aren't you spending 70 to 90% of your marketing dollars on group number one, the people that know you like you and trust you? Why are we going out to the strangers? Now, to kind of answer some of that for a quick second, I'd say because we always think that the grass is greener. We always think that we should be doing more. We always think that, well, they're not going to turn around and buy with me again today, so why would I talk to them on a regular basis? And because naturally, going after strangers just costs a lot more money because it's a much bigger audience. Then I go backwards again and I go, well, hold on a second. If you could just have a proper size contact list, you could implement a strategy to stay in touch with that contact list. Then you go out there and you want to talk about lead gen. You go out there and meet one new person a day. I don't care if it's at a coffee shop, the grocery store. And if you want to talk COVID right now, fine, go online to a Facebook group. Get involved in a conversation. Add one person to your database. That's 365 new people a year. Let's go further. Your database should be somewhere between 200 and 700 people big. When you're in that range, I'll tell you today, you will make a living every single year, right off your database. You got to work it. You got to do the things you're supposed to do, but you make a living. Now, if you think to yourself, but I don't know that many people, or I'm new to the area, or I'm new to the community, or, or I'm new to the country. Okay. Yeah. Then you got a little bit of W to do. Start searching for who are the people that you communicate with, who are the people, you know, start creating that list. And I got a whole bunch of different exercises I do with clients to go. Yeah. Did you think about this? You think next thing you know, I'll get them up to 150 people in like a day and a half, right? It's no brainer. Then we can take it further. So now you think about all the people that you can add to a list. Then you start to think if I just met one new person a day, that's 365 new people a year. Hey, you're well above the 200, you know, in that range of 200 to 700, you got a business right there. You just got to implement the plans now, right? You know, the next question is then, 
you had those 200 to 700 people, like how do you take that to create that mindshare? Like what do you do on a daily basis that would make it most effective to turn those people into potential transactions down the road? Absolutely, man. And that, that is a completely loaded question. I know. Um, the, yeah, yeah, no, totally, right? But it, it's, it's, it's all about your processes and your systems, um, which is where most people fail. Um, we all know, I mean, Aaron, when we say 79%, right? Mm-hmm. You know, we know that we should be calling people on our database. And anybody mm-hmm. you talk to goes, yeah, I know, but I'm just so busy. Okay, cool. So you fall into the group of most people. Now, most people don't achieve what they want to achieve. Most people don't hit the goals they want to hit. Most people run around like chickens with their heads cut off. Most people don't have an exit strategy. That's okay. You can be most people. But the people that do have the system and do have the strategy and do have the plan, they're going to go a lot further. They're going to do it a lot easier and have a lot more fun doing it. And let's just get down to the nitty gritty. They're going to make a lot more money. So really what it looks like is having that system and that process for how you manage your day. And this is the, you know, the big overarching umbrella to that is time management right? And then how do you run that day? And what are you doing to build habits around that to fuel yourself and reward yourself for even getting the tiniest little things done? The Mona Lisa wasn't painted in a day. Rome wasn't built in a day. It was stroke, brush stroke by brush stroke, brick by brick. It takes time. But when you have the plan and you put it in place, now you can get a lot out of it. So the systems, the processes, the time management, understanding that in order to build mindshare, we do need a mix of active and passive touch points. It means that we should be and need to be proactive rather than just reactive. Hang on, guys. My phone just went off. Let me answer this message. No, you're busy with something right now. Stay focused. Get it done. Right? Don't worry about that phone. And we said that just before we got on air here. The phone has become a major distraction for us. And because of that, we sit back at the end of the day going, oh, I feel overwhelmed that I didn't get enough done. and just way too busy. No, you're not way too busy. I had that conversation with my seven-year-old daughter today. She goes, I don't know if my laptop is charged to take to school. Why didn't you charge the last day? She goes, I was busy. I looked at her and says, you're seven. Don't tell me you're busy, right? You know what I mean? And it's now she, she doesn't quite get the concept just yet, but it's even look at, you know, people like us that are in business, grown adults, still can't figure out this concept around time management. When you manage time, you can manage money. By being proactive, you're making things happen. You're not just reacting to things. And then by using the seven ways to communicate with people, which... Everybody can go to mindshow101.com and download that ebook. It's a free ebook, but it'll help everybody understand these are the places I need to be every day. These are the bogeys I need to hit. And if I hit those and I do it consistently, I got no doubt, but I'm, I'm going to generate business from it. It's just going to happen. How do you keep people motivated? Like I imagine Aaron probably agrees that a lot of the problem with implementing systems for agents and Aaron like deals with, you know, agents on a regular basis, just making sure they, they stick to the plan or they're, they're like accountable for, for, to someone or something, even if it's themselves, right. To like, make sure that they follow through with it. Um, do you have anything to say? Cause like, I mean, I mean, I'm, I, I'm in physio right now and my physiotherapist is like, you gotta do these, these exercises twice a day for this amount of time. I, I skip a lot of days. Like, I'm not going to lie, right? I'm sure a lot of agents skip a lot of days. They find reasons to get distracted, like you say. Like, maybe, like, oh, I'm just going to take the day. I'm feeling a little bit lazy. I had a long night last night or whatever it is, right? Like, how do you, how do you keep them focused and, and keep them on task? Because I imagine that's probably one of the biggest problems that a lot of agents do have. Well, it starts with understanding what you ultimately want in life and why you want it, right? And I'm not going to go down this road of, you know, find your why, even though that really does come down to a part of this, right? It's, I mean, finding your why is kind of like everybody's pivoting these days, right? I just, it's kind of overplayed, but the reality is when you understand what you're doing and why you're doing it, now you can go, okay, so it's like, you know, last year, October 24, I actually busted my finger and my wrist at hockey. 
and I now had this like recovery process. And then there was physiotherapy and it was this thing of going, well, I want to be able to use my wrist. In fact, no, 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 it's not that. I want to be able to play hockey again and I want to do it this season. So what am I going to do today to make that work? And so now you look and say, well, somebody told me that I should do these exercises, right? And Linus, you've heard that from your physiotherapist right now, right? Like, what is it that I'm supposed to be doing? Well, now what you do is you go, okay, cool. So I know exactly where I want to get to. Let's create the action plan to get there. What it means is every day I need to take this much time to do these different activities. And when I do them, I'm going to reward myself by checking off that I did them. And it becomes this simple process. Think about this. A habit has three stages to it. It's got the trigger, it's got the action, and it's got the reward, right? So when we look at this bigger picture for right now, my wrist or whatever you're doing with Physio 4, right? The reward is going, I'm back to normal or as normal as I'm going to get to now, right? With my aging bones, but I'm back to normal. Well, what's the trigger? The trigger is I'm supposed to do something. The action is what I do. The reward is the fact that I got it done. Now, I just painted that in the overall sense of it, right? You want to be back to normal. Well, today, you're not going to get back to normal when you do it. And probably not tomorrow. It's going to take time. It's a progression. So what we now need to do is instead of looking at the overall big picture, is to break this down into bite-sized, tiny little chunks. I'm talking not even day by day, but hour by hour. And rewarding ourselves for what we accomplished each hour or even every 30 minutes. And that comes back to our systems and processes. And when you do that, again, you've got the trigger. I've got something else I need to do. The action, I'm doing it. The reward, I'm checking it off. And so for myself and the way I teach my coaching clients is we're going to break it down. And it's literally going to get right down to the minutia of what did you do now? Like right now, I'm with you guys. The trigger was I saw it in my calendar. The action is I'm here with you. So it went from orange to blue in my calendar. And when I'm done, it's going to become gray. Now, nobody's going to come hand me a reward or a cookie and say, Dave, way to go. It's not going to happen. I'll send you a cookie. I appreciate it. You see, but what I'm going to do, Linus, to stay totally motivated is I'm going to look at that calendar and go, boom, I just hit something else today. I just checked off something else. Guys, I was ramped out like right out of the gate this morning at 630. Okay. And I've got so many things checked off on my schedule already. I'm so far ahead of the rest of the pack. And this is not talking from some high horse. That's not it at all. This is me going like this. I'm going to keep the blinders on. I'm going to stay focused on my schedule, not the outside social media, not the noise, not the little ding of the phone. I'm going to get to that phone when it's time to get to that phone. And when it's time and I do it, I'm going to go into my schedule. I'm going to check it off. I've now developed the habit. Well, I definitely know what I'm going to do as soon as this podcast is over. I'm going to do my yeah, physio dude, exercises. It, it, check it, it out goes that a box. lot deeper, man, right? But it's it's remember something, man. You want to get to that ultimate goal. You've got to now break it down in small bite-sized chunks. I mean, think about this. Can you climb Mount Everest in a day? No. So, and I, I don't know what's realistic to climb in terms of like distance up Mount Everest in a day. But if it took, you know, 10 days to climb Mount Everest, if you went full bore every single day, okay, it's 10 days because I can only max out it so much, right? Because of time and because of energy and all that stuff. Well, what I'm going to do now with that, that big goal, climb the mountain, is go, well, how many days is it going to take me to climb that mountain? And each day, I'm going to look at that as that's the challenge for today. And when I check that off, I know I just got this much closer to getting to the top of the mountain. Amazing. Yeah, I'm, this is a great prequel to my uh, seminar today. I'm, it's all about accountability. So we're doing trackers and all of and uh, I could just pay, play them this podcast and really <laughs> learn a lot. It would be great. Um, but yeah, one of them is definitely getting a coach um, and, and somebody to help hold you accountable. Uh, what's, your, what's your thoughts on that, David? Because obviously you're in that, you're in that sphere of things. 
Yeah, well, I, I would say it's uh, it's integral to success. I mean, when you look at um, Olympic athletes, right? I, you guys remember John Montgomery won the uh, 2010 Olympics uh, skeleton there. He went through, you know, Whistler with the big pitcher of beer. Um, John was on the podcast. And in fact, John and I stay in touch very closely now on a regular basis. Um, and I asked him the same question. I said, look, you know, you've done it all. You, you went and you, you did this stuff and you won a gold medal. And not only did you win the gold medal, dude, you walked through the Whistler Village like the king, right? And you... He went down in, in like Canadian Olympic history because of that stuff. Do you still need a coach? He goes, oh, absolutely you need a coach. Um, I posted recently uh, a picture of uh, Mike Tyson in the ring, and I said, look at the two guys behind the champ, right? And, or look at the guys in the picture. And no, not the champ, the two guys behind him. They're his coaches. Professional hockey players, Connor McDavid and Austin Matthews and everybody else, they're still in the ice practicing. So all of, I mean, musicians, Actors, politicians, the biggest of the Warren Buffett and Bill Gates, right? Like everybody uses a coach to get themselves to the next level because you know what? As good as we think we are, and as much as we believe we got our shit together, other people are going to see things that we don't see. I wonder if Donald Trump has a coach. <laughs> he's he's probably been fired, but but you see, this is the thing, right? Yeah, exactly. He's fired him like every day. But <laughs> but there's the thing is is sometimes you get to you get these personalities that believe I don't need that. I know what I right. need to do, and hey, that's good. All the power to you. That being said, if you just opened up your mind a little bit mm-hmm. and you sat down and really spoke with somebody that you can connect with, that you feel has your best interests in mind, now you've got an opportunity to take yourself to the next level because now you're going to learn things that you don't know about. I mean. I've got mentors that I talk to on a regular basis and, and for different realms of my business, but I am sure to tap into their knowledge. They're either older than I am, or they've been around the block longer than I am, or they've done the things that I'm trying to do. Who knows? But you've got to leverage these people because there's going to be things you don't know. And a lot, and here's the other thing, even a lot of my talks, I've always said, are very much from the, you know, bringing it from here and just putting it there. You know this stuff. I don't have to tell you your business comes from your contact list, Yeah, but I kind of do. Right. Because somebody, somebody's <laughs> got to slap it on your forehead, kick you in the ass a little bit and go, hey, but much the same. I mean, I'll tell you from the one to one coaching that we do with David Greenspan, Mindshow one on one coaching is very much a very custom action plan rather than pulling it off the shelf and serving the same cookies to everybody. It's not that at all. We need to dig into each individual, understand where are their strengths, where are their weaknesses, where are their challenges. You know, are they chasing squirrels all day? What are they looking to accomplish? And then again, what is that big overall plan and how do we break it down so that they've got daily actionable items they can they contain? So yes, Aaron, 100%, I believe everybody really should be having somebody to have you to leverage. Yeah, I, I think it's so important. More importantly, you think uh, Mike Tyson's going to win on Saturday? Buddy, I'll tell you, man, I was shocked. I was looking at some uh, some Instagram photos and I saw him and I thought like, is this like, you know, Photoshop? Like this guy looks like he's ripped these days. And I was talking to somebody a few days ago and they're like, yeah, Tyson. I'm like, oh my God, he's actually fighting. Um, I don't know, man. It's, that'll be interesting. I mean, his oh, age crazy. is up there, but he's still, uh, he's still Iron Mike. That's right. Amazing. Yeah, my wife actually bumped into him down in Mexico on vacation about a year ago. She was like, oh my God, she wouldn't believe he was here. It was like, Mike Tyson. I was like, really? Did he bring the white tiger from that movie? <laughs> <laughs> the answer was no, if you're curious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so this show, this podcast that we do, it's not just about growing your business. It's also about trying to make sure you can like live your life at the same time too. 
a lot of these things you said, like, it sounds like they could take a lot of time, a lot of your day, right? Like, I mean, you've got a lot of the organization down, so you can kind of like time block. But how do you suggest to people you're coaching be like, hey, like, you still have time to have life. You're like, you have that time to make sure that your career's not taking control of your life. You can kind of take it by the horns and, and take control of yourself. It's a great question. I mean, uh, everybody faces that same issue. And the reason everybody says I'm so overwhelmed, I'm so you know, exhausted and, and I don't have time is because they don't manage time. That said, I got a big motto. And I mean, we've heard the term work hard, play hard. Um, I'm very much about the play hard, work hard, right? So really where we start the whole idea of time management is actually to break down and go, uh, you know, Linus, when is hockey practice? When are you playing hockey? Plug that into your schedule. And that's before we get into the income producing activities, before we get into the meetings and the showings and the whatevers. Plug in your time. Oh, but if I do that, I'm not going to have enough time to get work done. No, 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 you will. The reality is, are you going to skip hockey? No. Okay, then plug it in. That's Your time is now taken up on that particular day at that particular time. So the real thing here is instead of trying to figure out how to fit in the personal around work, we're going to figure out how to fit in the work around personal. See, we're not in a 9 to 5, 40-hour work week job over here. This is not. This is not the game we play. The game we play could be 24 hours, seven days a week. Not that I suggest that, but that is the potential of what we do. We're entrepreneurs. We're in sales. Our whole thing is about connecting with people. Hell, if I wanted to connect with people all day, all night, I could do it, but I'm not suggesting people do it. So now what we want to do is, again, plug in our realistic time. When do I have hockey? When do I have to go grocery shopping? When do I have to mow the lawn or shovel the driveway? Okay, And, And I know it sounds funny. When am I going for a haircut? Plug it in. Now that you, because you're going to do it, you know, you and I both know you're going to do it. So now that you've done that, the next step becomes now you plug in your business stuff. Now you find blocks of time that are somewhere between two and four hours long. You do that a few times throughout the day. It can't just be, you know, once a day where you're working for two hours and going, eh, did good. You got to find that time to plug it in. And now just ensure you get everything done. So could your day be eight hours long? It could be. Could it be 16 hours long? It could be. It depends what you plug in to get done today. It depends how much you want to accomplish today. And again, I'm not suggesting that people burn the midnight oil at all. And quite frankly, if you're, a, if you're an early bird, get up and go get that worm. But if you're a night owl, that's cool. Go do your thing while the early bird's sleeping. You know, just don't let your sleep habits affect the opportunities you can create for yourself, right? Um, but in that, I, you know, your realistic time is important. Uh, your self-development time is, is crucial. Right. Because everybody is so good. Oh, I'm hungry, man. Let's go for lunch. Right. It's 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 lunchtime. Let me let me go eat something. Cool. Um, You're going to go eat something right now to feed your belly. But what did you do to feed your brain today? Right. So self-development is crucial to plug into our schedules. And then again, we start to look at our IPAs. We start to look at how many meetings we've got, how many follow ups we've got. And a lot of that is going to determine how long the day lasts. That's why you need a coach. Sorry. It's really is. You know what? But uh, yeah. You really do, because it's hard to get outside that that bubble, that that box, and look in on your own self to say, and you just motivated me to do one thing, and I'm going to take one thing from this podcast, I'm going to implement it, I'm going to have a family meeting once a month, and plug in my personal before I start plugging in my work, because I think that was a key point for me personally, in order to start looking at it the opposite way, because right now my wife always asks me, do you got time, you got time for this, and I'm like, no, 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 we'll do it the opposite way. Why, right? Aren't they why you get up every day? Yeah, absolutely. Right? Like Josh was, Josh was on the ice today at 4.45. He's on the ice again at 7 p.m. tonight. 
Okay. So we're going to leave the house for about four o'clock, which means my day really needs to stop at about three 30. Yeah. Right. So we can start preparing, get out of the house for four, get to the rink, get them on the ice for four 45. The minute he's off the ice at six 15, we're going to blast over to the other rink and go for this other practice today. It just so happens to line up that way. Now look at my time. Three 30 this afternoon till 8 p.m. 8 p.m. is when we get off the ice at the other rink. So what? Call it by the time we get home, shower, settle down, 9 p.m.? So from 3.30 to 9 p.m., is it realistic that I'm going to be making my phone calls, answering my emails, doing my follow-ups? Nope. Nope. But that's that's reality of my life. I'm taking them there. I'm doing it because I, I love him. I love spending time with him. I love the game of hockey. I'm doing it because that's his schedule, and he's not going to get there on his own. He's nine years old. No, I'm so an, real, I'm, yeah. I'm impressed opposed, with, now. Yeah. I, 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 sorry, as opposed to thinking when I get home, oh, my God, now I, I'm so behind on my day. No, no, no. My day is planned. I've got that chunk of time scheduled. Yeah. And, yes, because of that time scheduled, yes, when I come home tonight, there are a few other items in my schedule that are there for me to do. And, and I'm impressed uh, with the way you're saying this because I also noticed on Facebook at some point in time during this last year, you went on a bike uh, bike tour or were you up in, was it BC? Where, where, where'd you go? Yeah, Jen asked me to go get some milk. So uh, we decided <laughs> to ride out to uh, Tofino, BC on, oh, the, on the motorcycles from Toronto. So yeah, we spent uh, 17 days on the road, just did over about 10,000 K and had, uh, had an absolute blast, man. So not just again, the daily. I mean, you're looking at planning the, the year as well, right? Well, yeah. Okay. So let's go now. I've got the Mindshare podcast at 1 p.m. that goes live today, right? But I do that every single Wednesday. Yeah. My, my Mindshare videos go out every single Monday. So now you look ahead and go, okay, I want to take this vacay, which, which really we only planned five days before we left, which was like absurd. But now <laughs> my mind's going, whoa, I better make sure that I'm prepared because I'm not just taking off for 17 days. I'm still going to be building Mindshare. So, you know, the videos were pre-planned and the podcasts were pre-recorded and, and, you know, the content that I wanted to put out through social, that was kind of pre-planned so that in the mornings I could make it happen. But guys, look, the key here is go to bed satisfied, wake up determined. Okay. So you take 20 minutes every single night to go through your day for tomorrow. Line item, everything that needs to happen. You've already got other things in there because you're always working in this plan of creating predictable days, right? So there's always stuff that's already scheduled. Like, um, you know, when did we plan this? I don't know, a couple of days ago, maybe, right? But sometimes these things, I mean, I've already got, like, I've got requests coming in for, for keynotes for January. And I've got one group that just messaged me yesterday going, give me three dates. And on all three dates, I'm already booked in January, right? Which is good for me. It's a great thing. But my point is through the scheduling, and the habit of that, you can start to look at what's coming up and then prepare for it, which then allows you to take off for 17 days. I would love to see your schedule. It must be absolutely <laughs> insane. Just like the calendars and everything you got, the systems in place. Dude, it would be overwhelming for most people to look at. <laughs> but but I'll tell you this, it is my driving force. It is like, it is my, I mean, that's where I look and I go, yep, yeah, where am I going next? Okay, boom, let's do it. Okay, cross it off. By the end of the day, man, you feel like a million bucks. It's It's awesome. Really curious, actually, if calendar wise, I mean, I use the Google Calendar, I use my phone and stuff like that. Um, is is there better things out there right now? I mean, is there Calendy or whatever it is called? Or I've I've seen some ads come across my screen. Yeah, but- no, I, I look, I would tell you that uh, realistically, especially everybody in our business, you need to be using a proper CRM. Uh, that has both your calendar, your contact list, and your marketing attached to it, mm. right? Because to use a CRM that doesn't have your marketing, now you're, you're duplicating efforts with data entry. Mm. Um, to use your phone, you know, our phones are smart, but they're not that smart, 
right? So I could put that in the calendar, but how do I attach the contact record? Where do I put the notes and the history of what we talked about? The fact that, you know, we bumped into each other at the karate studio downstairs at that office. Where do I put all that stuff? The fact that I know you went to Jamaica for a vacation, whatever, and I want to follow up with you on it. The fact that I know that you're a, a Leafs fan versus anything else. I'm going to go, Leafs go. How, where do I put that? So just using Google Calendar is not enough. Just using your smartphone is not enough. Just using the phone book in your contact list on your phone is not enough. It's the CRM. And I mean, that's for us with kits, Loop CRM, mm -hmm. built for realtors. Um, you know, and this is after thousands and thousands of conversations we've designed the system around. How does a realtor work? What tools do they require? And I mean, it's got a ton of stuff in it. But the basics, the fundamentals, the pillars, contact list, marketing, and calendar. So that's where I suggest everybody operates is within the CRM that they've chosen to use that has those three pillars attached to it. So now they're on the ball. Because again, Aaron, if I want to, um, you know, plug in to call you on your birthday, well, I put the information about your birthday in your contact record. But the contact, that, that event now sits in my actual calendar and it goes, oh, today's Aaron's birthday. And in fact, depending on the system you have, I know with kits, it'll send you a reminder seven days before go, hey, Aaron's birthday's coming up in seven days. So it keeps everything going and then much the same because your contact record's in there. Now I'm building Mindshare with you because I'm using the mix between my active and my passive touch points and marketing is happening consistently. I've got one final question for you, Dave. It's probably the most yes, important sir. one of the podcast. I hope you're ready for it. You're mentally prepared? <sighs> okay, go. Are the Leafs going to win the Stanley Cup this year? Absolutely, man. 100%. <laughs> Whether we got a season it. or not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad to hear it. I, I, I'm a Leafs fan as well. So I, I'm, I'm glad to have a like-minded individual on the show. That's for sure. Buddy, every year they're going to win the cup. <laughs> every year. But, this year. but this year they're doing the things that I thought they should do years back. And that's get some veteran, get some grit, uh, get some defense. I think it's every, every good team's built from the back out. And uh, um, yeah, I think they're doing a lot of good things. So it'd be exciting here. Listen, on the Leafs front, very quickly, I think two years ago they should have picked up Simmons. I'm happy they yes. finally picked him up because um, we needed that grid a couple years ago when he was even in a higher time for his prime. You know, he was popping some goals as well. Um, but the one thing that we've seen, and look, this, this, this can even go parallel to any real estate team that's out there, okay? You're only as strong as your weakest link. That being said, it's not about necessarily making a team full of superstars, and the St. Louis Blues proved that a couple years ago. Mm -hmm. It's not your superstar team. It's the team that has some cohesion to it. It's the yep. team that communicates. It's the team that works hard for it. And your third and fourth liners are massive support people. So yes, going back to the Leafs, when you bring in like a Joe Thornton and a Jason Spezza, and you could argue about age and whatever else, hey, these guys in a, in a locker room for guys like a Mitch Marner and Austin Matthews are going to be gold for those boys because they're going to teach those guys, even John Tavares being out there, they're going to teach these guys how to actually operate as a superstar player, not just on the ice, but off the ice. And that, I think, is going to bode well for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yeah, you know Joe Thornton and Spets have great calendars set up, too. <laughs> oh, buddy. They, <laughs> well, they must. They're doing something right, aren't they? Now, there was a rumor uh, um, with uh, Chara coming over to the Leafs, which I think Oof. I think that'll just remain a rumor. I would be, like, blown away if that ever happened. All, um, all the rumors but I mean, they have for the Leafs, uh, acquisitions and such, you know, you could, you could write books on those. So, Oh, hell yeah, man. Absolutely. But uh, bleeding blue and white, no matter what. Glad to hear it. So do you want to tell us a little bit about your Mindshare podcast? You've mentioned it briefly here and there, or is there anything else you might want to talk about before we end the show off? Yeah, no, uh, thank you. I mean, um, 
the podcast itself airs live uh, at 1 p.m. Eastern time every Wednesday. Uh, you know, I know a couple of weeks ago, November uh, Remembrance Day, we went for 2 p.m., whatever, just adjusted a little bit slightly for the time. But no, we go live every every week. Uh, typically speaking, we have a, a really good guest on the show with us. Um, today, we've got Lisa Patel joining us. That's going to be exciting. She's the president of the Toronto Real Estate Regional Board, Toronto Regional Real Estate Board. Um, and we're going to be talking a lot about the initiatives, uh, the celebrations. We're going to learn a little, little bit about Lisa. She's got a, a very impressive bio. So I'm excited about that. Um, but we've had, again, like I mentioned, John Montgomery on the show. We've had Chris Voss, the author of Never Split the Difference, has been on the show. Ooh, nice. um, we've we've had, uh, you know, Tim Hudak has been with us. And, and, and uh, you know, Phil Soper was recently with us. And, and Adam Contos, the REMAX CEO, was with us. Um, you know, and we're working on some other some other amazing guests to be joining us for 2021. So it's it's always got a good lineup. The goal is always to help people build Mindshare and just get the word out there and help people, you know, understand sort of see it from other people's shoes and other people's eyes and hear it from them, not just myself. Um, so the podcast is always a great thing to tune in. Great education for people. There's the Mindshare 101 videos that people can tune into on Mondays, which I mentioned as well. Um, and those are evergreen, so they're always there. Um, and then the, uh, you know, the kids program, if anybody's looking for marketing and database marketing and, and, and CRM and newsletters, uh, I encourage everybody to check it out, you know, message me directly or get in touch with my team and they'll share more details. Um, and then finally the, you know, um, the keynote speaking, if there's anybody out there that is listening, that is looking for somebody to come in and train and educate. Uh, I love that part of the job. It's where I get a lot of fun. I get a lot of fire and a lot of energy. That said, it's a 60 minute window of education. And in order to really create a habit and to create a process and to make changes to take people to the next level, it's where the coaching comes in. And that's where I also have a ton of fun is the one-to-one coaching. Um, so Mindshow 101 coaching, David Greenspan coaching is, uh, is available to everybody. Um, I encourage people. I know there's a ton of, you know, very big names out there that have done some wonderful, wonderful programs. That being said, for those programs, you typically don't work with that individual. You work with somebody that works for them. Um, in this case, I work with you. We do a couple calls a month. Uh, you become part of my private online community. Uh, and beyond that, we've got what I, what I call the bat line. And the bat line is an open line of text message to me on a regular basis where I am now in your corner every single day uh, for whatever you require. So even in between our calls, we, you guys asked about accountability earlier and how do you keep you know, people accountable. Um, I'm with you every day. So this is not a, you know, I'm going to speak to you twice a month for half an hour. Um, I'm going to be there. And if I find that you're falling off, uh, I'm going to be there. And if you got questions, I'm going to be there. So it's, it's powerful. We've been having a ton of success and I encourage and invite everybody to, uh, you know, get in touch for more info. It's mindshare101.com. The easiest place to find all information then too. Absolutely, man. You can go to the website, uh, of course, Instagram, David Greenspan 101. Facebook is also mindshare101. So yeah, where you type in mindshare101 to uh, Google and you shouldn't have a hard time finding me. Gotcha. Well, Thanks, David, so much for coming on the show. It's been a pleasure. And I think you lived up to your billing off the top, too. Impactful personality, great energy. I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, it's been thank a pleasure, you, guys. Yeah. yeah, thank you, Aaron Linus. Uh, I really appreciate the invite. It's been, uh, it's been a blast today. Thank you, guys. So if you like the show, subscribe to our show pretty much wherever you find your podcasts online. And please don't forget to leave us a five-star review on those sites because it really does help. You can check us out on our website, livingthedream.show, where you can check out and listen to any or all of our shows. Or you can head over to our YouTube channel where you can watch the shows online on demand, youtube.livingthedream.show. If you'd like to get in touch with us, we'd love to hear from you too. You can email us anytime at podcast at livingthedream.show. Thanks again, David. Thanks, Aaron. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Have a great week.